We wanted this tour to represent equality for all. There's nobody that is better than anybody else. You guys need to hear that tonight. I know I gotta hear that tonight. One thing I love about Justin is the fact that he's used his platform to elevate black voices. Um, and that's the thing, like he's one of those allies that is really a supporter of black culture. And you don't get that. You don't get that traditionally. You don't see Justin Timberlake, you know, promoting black culture, but he loves to appropriate it. You don't see a lot of musicians, you know, you don't see a lot of musicians, especially historically, you don't see them, you know, appreciating the culture that they're appropriating. But someone like Justin Bieber, who understands that he learned how to sing through R&B singers like Boys to Men and Usher and all these people. This is these are the people that he really learned from, and he used that to build his craft. Even in, in his team, his vocal coach is black. You know, a lot of people on his team and the music side of his team, a lot of them are black. And he, you know, he when he was developing as an artist, he was in Atlanta, so he's spent a lot of time in the black community. The black community helped build him to what he is today and he in a way he's giving back to the black community by using his platform to elevate black voices and now why do i say that he's taking a lot of times he's taking obscure artists or artists that have a cult following but in a small setting he's taking them and he's elevating them and he's bringing them to a wide audience Omale, the Nigerian um, Afrobeats musician that i talked about he did a song with him obviously i as a nigerian i know Omale. But there are going to be people in the world who don't know who he is. Now, I don't know who this Don Tolliver is. Never heard of him. I saw that he has a few songs with like over 100 million views. Clearly a popular artist. I never heard of him. Now I know who he is. And there are going to be, there's so many other examples in his last album. You know, Burna Boy, Nigerian artist. Obviously, I know who, who, he, who he is. But other artists that I just really didn't really know, but they were all black. And one thing I have to say about Justin... Ever since 2020, ever since the George Floyd incident, the uproar across social media, Justin has made an effort. He's made a conscious effort to support black people, black music, and black entertainers. And, and how has he done that? He's done it in a very strategic way and a very seamless way. First of all, during COVID, he posted on Instagram. I don't know if it was a tweet or an Instagram post, but I remember, and it basically said, he's benefited off of black culture. He's, you know, I'll put the post here, but he acknowledges, he acknowledges that he has benefited off of black culture. And I, I think he also recognizes the fact that there are plenty of black musicians who are far more talented than him. I mean, sure, you could say there are plenty of musicians generally, black or white, whatever color, that are far more talented than him. But in his case, because, like I said earlier, he, the black community raised him in his musical talents, and he, it's black music that he's using to inspire you know, his music and to inform his voice and everything. So he understands that um, there are other black artists that are more talented than him. I think he understands that, but they're not getting the platform because they are black, right? And I think he's taking a conscious effort to elevate black people. So not only all the people that I mentioned that he's had on features, his whole band is black. Everyone on his band. In fact, in his Grammy performance, 
Everybody on that stage was black. All the features, all the artists, everyone was black. And here's how he's being very strategic about this because I, I've noticed that since 2020, this has been his marketing uh, scheme. Or no, it hasn't been a marketing scheme, but it's a, been a behind the scenes thing that he's done because he doesn't want to spread more. Um, he's he's trying. He's not using this for clout. He's not doing this for clout. He's not trying to promote it so everyone knows. It, like you only know if you pay attention, right? You only know if you actually like look into, you know, his content. I just noticed this by chance. I just noticed like, wait, he's always everybody around him is always black in terms of his band, the features. Yes, in the last album, I think there was one artist that wasn't wasn't black, but he's very he makes a conscious effort to elevate black people. So one of the things is like. This is not really a white savior kind of situation um, because he's done it in a very seamless way and it's not something that he's promoting. It's not some sort of PR stunt to get attention, right? And because he's very silent about it, he doesn't even talk, he doesn't acknowledge that he does it, he just does it. Um, even his dancers are black, he has some mixed dancers as well, but he talks about also really supporting the people that work for him. I think he mentioned in um, the documentary that came out in 2020 about how when he was younger, he had all these people working for him and he didn't really appreciate them. But as he grew older and he really understood that everybody co contributes to his work, so he really pours into the people that work for him. You see him even thanking them in the Grammy performance. Give it up for We The Band! The people that nobody even recognizes, no one pays attention to, he's out there paying attention to them. He's had a few music videos with black, uh, a black um, model in them or video girl. But either way, he makes a conscious effort to include black people in his work and uplift black people financially. The people that are working for him, they're making substantial income. And this is not a PR stunt. This is not, in fact, I think there are two reasons that it's not a PR stunt. You know, he doesn't do this to get attention. The first one is the obvious one that I mentioned. You know, it's not a gimmick. He's trying to be respectful to black culture and he's trying to do it, you know, behind closed doors. Let every, like, let it just be the situation. So that's one of the reasons. The second reason is, I think he he's kind of trying to subconsciously, subconsciously brainwash his white audience. And, I, and not just his white audience, but I'll say his white, the people that would just are just anti-black, that just don't even want to admit it, that are his consumers. Because look, this is an international act. He's worldwide. Everybody around the world watches him. Um, he's a big talent. And even though you could say, look, Michael Jackson was a big star and he was a, he was appreciated around the world. Michael Jackson used to bleach his skin and he looked like a white person globally. And would Michael Jackson has been, have been as big as he became if he wasn't bleached? Like his skin was lighter than Justin Bieber's skin. And not everybody back then would have known necessarily that he was a black person because we didn't have the internet then, right? It was easy, easy for us to Google, oh, this is not about Michael Jackson. But back then, we didn't have the internet. It's if you caught Oprah Winfrey and saw the interview of him talking about his father and seeing everyone in his family that you can confirm that he's black. But there are going to be people across the world that do not believe that Michael, black, Michael Jackson it was black. To the point where he ensured that when he was having his kids, he claimed that they were his sperm, but come on. He had his kids, and he, he obviously had a sperm donor that was white, 
And so people can subconsciously think, oh, he's obviously a white person. You know, he's, look, his kids are white. There are going to be people in the world that actually think Michael Jackson is white. Um, so I say this to say, I think subconsciously, he's trying to make blackness acceptable to his white audience that just naturally just hate black people. They don't even know that they hate black people. They won't admit it that they hate black people, but they're filled with all these microaggressions and all that stuff. He's like sort of like subconsciously making his uh, his microaggressive white audience uh, into appreciating blackness and black music and black culture. But most importantly, he's creating jobs for black people and financially elevating these black people that work for him and that work with him and then work through him and all of that. So he's really made an effort, and I think it's the, the awareness that happened during the George, the George Floyd situation. Let's be honest, a lot of people are not aware of what was happening. A lot of people might not just know, they don't understand the conversation, especially if you don't experience it. Like, you can very easily sort of deny its existence. Like, I had a comment the other day of somebody telling me something doesn't exist because they haven't experienced it. And so people, a lot of people that don't experience racism, don't experience, you know, the microaggressions from racism, they can very easily get away with saying that it doesn't matter. But I think the George Floyd situation really woke us up to the severity of racism in the modern era and the fact that it still exists. At the end of the day, you know, I do have a lot of respect for him because he's built this platform. Black people helped him to build the platform and he understands that and he's giving back. You know, he's paying his dues in a way. He's letting other people eat off of his platform. And there's so many other musicians that are just that just don't do this. Um, so I think it's a really great thing that he's doing this. And it's we're so blessed to have somebody like him who has been given a platform like that reach back out and support the people that uplifted him and supported him in the first place. Because a lot of times you'll find black people selling black people out, <laughs> you know, black people like a lot of like I was looking at the director of this music video, not to like throw any shade, but I was looking at the director of this music video and I see this white man benefiting off of black culture and there's no issue. I have no issue with like this guy. He's a hustler. He's made it. He's done all this stuff to get to where he is. My issue is not with him, but these musicians, these black musicians, that they never hire black directors for their music videos. They're always hiring white directors, but that's a whole other conversation. And, and, and when you look at the way it works, they'll hire a white director. When you look at those sets, because I used to work on those sets, right? They don't allow black people on those sets. <laughs> so you have these elaborate music videos for by these by hip hop culture, which is black, by hip hop artists, which are black, the black hip hop artists, and they don't even hire black crew on set. They might have five max, right? And like, you could say, oh, well, black people are the minority in America, so it makes sense. This is, this is hip hop, right? This is hip hop. This is black culture. Hire black people. If it was, a Jew, if it was Jewish music, they would hire Jewish people, right? This is not Jewish music, this is hip hop. Hire black people. Then another excuse is, oh, well, black people aren't qualified. I'm very, like, I'll give myself an example, very qualified, right? Make better music videos than your favorite music video directors, right? So I can even make music videos. And I was just asking to work on your set whilst I was making top-notch music videos. But no, they'll ignore you. So they'll always use an excuse, people aren't qualified or this and that. It's just untrue. 
Um, it's part of the system of racism. And I think black musicians should, should pay attention and take an effort to support black people because ultimately we want the world to treat us fair we want the world to treat us equally but we don't even treat ourselves equally we don't even treat ourselves well we don't even keep our money within the black community not even keep it just at least like let it circulate within the black community let it let's build up black economic empowerment and this is not a conversation for white people this is a conversation for black people we have to elevate ourselves if we want to the rest of the world to even respect us. So that's where it begins. So me talking about Justin Bieber doing this for black people, that's good that he does that, great. But why, is it, why do we have to wait for a white person to do it? Why can't we do it ourselves? That's the real question. Either way, I'll conclude and say, you know, in terms of white allyship, allyship in, in, in you know, I think Justin Bieber is a great ally for black people, but I think more importantly, we as black people need to be allies for ourselves, right? It starts there, and then the rest of the world will respect us. But those are my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment down below. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. My name is Kenham, and see you next time. Peace. So when we uh, decided to do the Justice Tour, we wanted this tour to represent equality for all, for all. For all, for all, for all. That just means no matter what you look like, no matter what your ethnicity is, no matter what you do, no matter what your job is, there's nobody that is better than anybody else. You guys need to hear that tonight. I know I gotta hear that tonight. We live in a world where there's so much competition and there's so much belittling and there's so much, there's just so much division and what this, what this tour is about is about unity. It's about collectively coming together and saying, I love you no matter what you look like, no matter where you come from. And I just think that there's just so much power in that. So I just wanna say thank you guys so much for coming to this Justice Tour. You know, um, I think sometimes, you know, we can see these people on stage who seem larger than life. You know, I grew up watching people like Michael Jackson and, um, you know, Prince and all these people that I, I never could imagine them having insecurities, you know? And uh, the, real, the real is, is that no matter how things look on Instagram, no matter how things look on the internet, you know, we all have insecurities and, and you know, I, my whole goal is just to express that it's okay to have insecurities, it's okay to have fears, it's okay to not have everything figured out. You know, we, we, um, it's okay to just be exactly where you are. And so this next song is about accepting ourselves and each other for exactly where we are in this moment of time, because we're all just trying to figure it out, you know? So. This next song, I hope you guys sing it with all of your might. Have fun, and let's just keep this show on the road. <laughs>